Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman, on C-Suite Radio. You know, the most successful people in this world genuinely want to help each other. They know what it's like to be out there on their own, and many wish they had someone to look up to and perhaps even mimic to some extent. Now, in my career, there were no female mentors, possibly because I was the only woman, and perhaps they were waiting for me to succeed. Probably not, but that is what happened. Once I became somewhat successful, I became the company and the country mentor. If someone came in that was female or a single mom, they had me on the phone talking to them. I would become the role model for other women. So basically, it was more about if she could do it, so can you. So when I started recruiting and more women showed up, I suggested we create a mentorship program as a powerful benefit and one that just might get more women interested in the company. I feel very strongly that companies need mentoring programs for women that provide focused development and increased exposure. And research indicates that someone who's mentored is likely to form a strong bond with you and your company, becoming someone you can count on even in tough times. Now, with a mentoring program, the mentee benefits by having the opportunity to learn faster, to observe, to emulate role models, and to demonstrate skills. These factors can only increase her self-confidence. In addition, they have an opportunity to dry run critical decisions to a confidential, non-judgmental sounding board. But the benefits don't just go one way. Mentors have a broadened sense of responsibility, a sense of being trusted by the organization, and the challenge of advising rather than directing. Mentors also learn from their mentees and enjoy the satisfaction of seeing someone grow. For many sales leaders and managers, it can be a way of paying back a past mentor of their own. 
So I always say make mentoring part of the job description for new managers and develop a structured mentoring program with clearly defined goals and measurable deliverables. Not only will such a program help those women coming through the ranks, it will pave the way for future recruits. Mentoring relationships give everyone, men and women, another reason to stay and grow with your company, which reduces personnel costs. A mentoring is the best way to reduce costly turnover because you develop your star employees and increase both their productivity and job satisfaction. Okay, so what if there isn't a formal mentoring program? Well, then create an informal one. As a mentee, find someone you admire or look up to. Let them know why you feel this way and ask them if they would show you how they do X. You can fill in the blank. The easiest way to find a mentor is to ask. However, if it's not made a match in heaven, then just thank them and move along. It's not meant to be a stressful situation for anyone. As an entrepreneur, you can do the same thing. Find someone that you admire in a company, a business, a speaker, an influencer, and let them know why, and then simply ask. You won't always get a yes, but when you do, you know that person is interested in your success. So being of service to others is an important part of leadership, and that's where mentorship comes in. But here are some reasons to consider to continue being of service. The first one is to find out what's most valuable to the person you want to help. To truly help someone and make a difference, you need to be crystal clear about how you accomplish that. Want to know the easiest way to find out? You got it. Ask. You simply say, how can I help you? How can I serve you best? Of course, you must mean it, and then you must deliver. The second is to give your time. Many people feel they must open their wallets to help others. But in truth, what others might need most is another great asset of yours, your time. But make sure you give this resource full understanding. You will want the recipient to value your time as much as you do. The third is share your knowledge. As an expert in your field, you have knowledge that can change someone's life. You may have experienced struggles they're encountering now or will face in the future. And don't be afraid to share. Being a life changer is a great title to wear. The fourth, share your resources. When you meet someone and you're nurturing the relationship, you may have the impulse to help them build their business. Go through your contacts and offer a resource or two. It doesn't have to lead to a million-dollar contract, but it may be someone who can make their lives just a little easier. And the fifth is create opportunities. You know the old saying, when opportunity knocks, open the door. Well, some people don't easily notice opportunities. The second part of that quote is, and if there isn't a door, build one. You can serve others by being the architect that builds the door for them. Perhaps it could look like an introduction, a speaking gig, or so much more. Good, strong business leaders are more influential than they may realize. So think about what you wanted when you were coming through the ranks or decided to open your business. Share your experience and your expertise. In teaching others, we teach ourselves. And as Danny Thomas said, success has nothing to do with what you gain in life or accomplish for yourself. It's what you do for others. We're going to take a break to thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. And when we come back, you'll hear from my guest who will share her thoughts about mentorship. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we'll be right back. What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now walking on the glass floor. Walking on the Glass Floor, Seven Essential Qualities for Women Who Lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. Written in her trademark no-nonsense, glass-half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life. 
uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com. Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Okay, are you ready? My guest, Trish Tonai, believes in the power of storytelling. As a master coach and certified personal trainer, she works with entrepreneurs and leadership teams, increasing your visibility, encouraging collaboration, and connecting with your community. As a published author, she has two books, Breaking Barriers, 10 Entrepreneurial Women Share Their Stories, and A Diary of Change, 12 Personal Tools. Trish is the founder and guest blog host for ShareYourStories.online and invites you to share your story. With a love of writing, she has co-authored an e-magazine on wealth and well-being and is a regular contributor to Thrive Global and Can't Fit Pro magazine. So I am super excited to welcome you to the show, Trish. I, I just can't believe that today wasn't getting here fast enough for me. You know, Judy, it's really a thrill because what's really nice is that we're going to be able to talk about my favorite topic. I know. And that's what I, 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 you know, it's so interesting because some people say, oh, yes, I think mentorship is really important, but I know you really feel it's important. So let's start with that. When you hear the word mentorship, what does that mean to you? Well, you know, it's really interesting because when I wrote the book, Breaking Barriers, that book is really all about mentorship because I share the stories of 10 female entrepreneurs. So when I was writing that book, I categorized three different types of mentors. There's an informal mentor, a formal mentor, and an inspirational mentor. And you know, at different stages and ages in our career, we need different people for different things. So it really is one of those things where you really just have to ask, find someone that you think is really cool, that you'd like to learn something from personally or professionally, mm -hmm. and you don't know, have coffee with them. It's, it's a great way to be an icebreaker and start all kinds of new conversations. Okay. So have you been a mentor? I have. Yes. And you know, um, I remember when I first started in business in uh, 1993, I started my first company and uh, mentors wear blue suits and red ties. Uh, mm -hmm. No one had ever heard of a coach unless it was associated with a sports team and business consulting was in its incubator stage. So I know that you understand, you know, we were kind of forging a new path. All of my friends were staying at home and, and raising families. And I was sort of out there beating the pavement, uh, starting a brand new company. So we really did have to uh, learn the ropes on our own because there really wasn't anyone to sort of help us get a leg up on um, perhaps not making some mistakes as we went along. So now I kind of figure it's my time to pay it forward where uh, I help other entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders try to overcome some of the barriers that they have. Okay. So did any of the blue suit red ties mentor you? I did. I did have one mentor, actually. Um, you know, I had a corporate life before I started my own company, and um, I worked for a, a large retail chain in uh, Canada. There was over 220 stores, and uh, I was the youngest buyer in the company at that time. And I did have a mentor who sort of gave me the ropes and uh, helped me along. And once I, you know, he was the one who actually said to me, you know, Trish, you have an awful lot of entrepreneurial qualities. Maybe you might want to go out at some point in time and try something on your own. 
And so I kind of tucked that in the back of my mind and uh, 1993 started my marketing and communications company. So he was right. Mm, Okay. So tell me something. Do you think that a mentor learns as much as a mentee? Absolutely. I certainly Mm -hmm. know that in any of the times that I have been in a mentor-mentee relationship, that it's pretty symbiotic. You know, you learn just as much from them as they learn from you, Um, especially when you're in different industries and you're sharing different ways of looking at things. There's really a wonderful opportunity there to, uh, to learn something new. And if there's one thing that I've learned in all of the years of being an entrepreneur is that you do have to be resilient, you do have to accept change, and there is always new opportunities. Absolutely. And it's interesting because a lot of people say they don't need a mentor, they don't know how to find a mentor, they don't know this about a mentor. And to me, it really is like what we both said, find somebody, just Mm -hmm. find somebody, have a conversation with them. If they say no, they're not your person. And if they say yes, you've just created an amazing relationship with somebody that can steer you through the ranks. You know, that's so true. As a coach, I actually, I have a speaking coach myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a female mentor. I've never had a female mentor before and I've been in business an awfully long time. And it's really kind of cool to speak to someone who's experienced some of the same challenges that you had and uh, kind of give you a different perspective. It's almost like a brainstorm session, to be quite honest. Yeah. So we connect once a month. Um, You know, I've been very clear about what it is that I'm looking for. And so we know what our next call is, what the deliverables are and the topics that we want to discuss. And we just sort of have a chat and we do it virtually because she's in a totally different city than myself. So you don't necessarily have to uh, meet face to face. But of course, we do the, you know, the Zoom thing. And uh, it really is a wonderful way to learn things. Absolutely. I had never had a female mentor until probably the 90s. Mm -hmm maybe even a little bit later than that, but I have a male and a female mentor because I like the different perspectives. Yes. And it's when people say, well, you're so into empowering women, why would you have a male mentor? Just because you're for women doesn't mean you're against men. Exactly. Okay. You know, and I do think that there is a great perspective and you can learn a lot from people. So there's a statistic that I share all the time. It says 65% of women that are mentored become mentors. Mm-hmm. It's a great cycle to continue and to increase. What do you think about that? Do you think that women that a mentor should give back and continue that? Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I even have on my website is it's my time to pay it forward because um, I know how hard it is to start a business with a, a new idea and kind of get into the trenches and start to uh, uncover all of the opportunities that you may have. And you know what? You need some support from time to time. Um, yes, your friends and family are, you know, are really great in the background, but sometimes you need to just hear from someone who's walked the road and uh, has a little bit more business experience than yourself to kind of peel back the onion a little bit and, and give you a different perspective. And it's funnily enough, I've actually mentored some young men who say to me, Trish, I have a female boss and I need to figure this out because mm-hmm. I, you know, I have aspirations to move up in the company. And I want to be able to be mindful and respectful of the other opinion and be able to nurture those relationships so that down the road, I can reach my own goals and objectives. So it's really quite cool. And very insightful. Yes, absolutely. Very insightful. Okay, so tell us about the power of storytelling. Well, when I wrote my second book, I was out on the speaker circuit talking about mentorship and I kept meeting these amazing entrepreneurs who had some great stories. And I thought, you know, we need to find a platform for ordinary people 
just like you and me who are doing extraordinary things. And the advent of technology has given us a wonderful opportunity to sort of reach a global audience. So I started sharing stories in my guest blog as part of my website. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll get one story, you know, a couple stories a month. And before I knew it, I had 50 stories in the can, as they say. And in the first year, I had over 100 entrepreneurial stories that I shared. So in January of this year, I decided that it deserved its own personality. So I developed its own website, purchased the URL, shareyourstories.online, and we continue to feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders and share their light bulb moments and three words of advice. I mean, I love storytelling. Is that also an effective way of mentoring? Absolutely. You know, I always say with the advent of the change that we've seen in business, especially in the last 12 to 18 months, people really want to connect with the person behind the logo. Mm -hmm. So I say, you know, it's not about the sales pitch anymore or the elevator pitch. I call it the elevator story. Because you want to connect with the individual. What's the human side to the person who's decided to start a business and sell a product or service? What's the connection? Because it's all about people buy from people that they trust and people that they've made a connection with. I mean, you're, you're a, a wonderful sales coach. You know that. I'm sure that some of the things that you share in, in your workshops and seminars. So if we don't share a little bit about ourselves and tell a little story about why we're doing what we're doing, how can we expect somebody to make a connection? Exactly. So my next question is, so where does authenticity come in? Well, you know, I always say that if you're not authentic, people won't connect with you, right? We can tell. You can tell Mm -hmm. when somebody's not really giving you an authentic story or they're kind of embellishing the truth or maybe that they're taking a creative license with their own story to make it a little bit more interesting. And sometimes that might get a laugh or pique someone's interest. But I really think that when you connect from an authentic place and you're willing to share your real life experience, it absolutely is authentic and everybody can tell. So you don't have to walk around saying, oh, I'm so authentic? No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I think it comes through loud and clear. Yes, I know. It doesn't have to be shouted. And it's so interesting because many times I'll meet somebody and the first thing they say is, oh, I'm a servant leader and I'm authentic, I have high integrity. I'm thinking like, why would you need to say those things? <laughs> but people do, they feel like they have to let you know what, what they're playing with. So I don't know. Let's go over like the last couple of months. There's so many changes that have happened and so many things have been going on and there's many, many opportunities that are being presented to us. So how important is collaboration with women in business? That's a really great question because I think that collaboration is going to be the way in which we're able to move forward in the future. I mean, I'm starting a mastermind uh, series, a workshop series this fall, and it's all about collaborating and collaborating with like-minded entrepreneurs who are willing to share their expertise. And, you know, the way that we're going to do it is strictly online so that we open the opportunities to anyone who wants to join us. And I think that the only way we're going to receive mutual success is if we collaborate. Have you had any great collaboration over the last few months now that we've all been not allowed to go and see anybody, not allowed to do anything? Any good collaboration come out? Yeah, you know, I've been able to help broker uh, a few of my clients who said, you know what, I think I need a partner. I need a partner in this business. I'm not going to be able to do alone. Things are getting way too hectic. And so I'm looking for someone who has skills that are opposite to mine and how can we make that happen? And so you start doing, you know, going through your network and trying to find like-minded individuals. And we've been able to broker 
an opportunity where two entrepreneurs who were providing similar services are now going under the same umbrella into one business. And I think that's a wonderful example of the future and the way in which we can try to combine our efforts for success to sell our product and service. You talk about breaking barriers. Do you ever think that maybe with some collaboration, we are breaking barriers? Huge, huge barriers are being broken, I think, just by asking. My mentor had mentioned a comment to me the other day, and she said, you know, it's always no until you ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll never know what things you may be able to uncover if you don't have the conversation or if you don't open the topic with somebody that you think may be able to help you, whether it's a mentor relationship or a business relationship. I think that we're going to be able to break so many barriers collectively. You know, you hear the the, the sayings that we're stronger together when we work together. And I think, Judy, probably in your industry, you can say the same thing, you know, like if we don't try to collaborate with like-minded individuals, we don't have to do it alone. Right, right. So there comes the next part of that, though, is a lot of women don't like to ask for help. And when you collaborate, people feel like they're, they're a failure. They can't do it you know, by themselves. And, and all these other things, and we have this internal chatter that has this great story with a terrible ending. And I try to tell my clients that collaboration doesn't mean that you're asking for help. It means that you're joining forces. Right. Do you have clients that ever think that they can't ask for help and they don't know what to do? And what do you tell them? You know, I think all the time we have that little voice in the back of our head that says that we, you know, the reason why we're in business is because we want to do it alone. And I think if we've learned any lessons in the last six months, it's that we really do need to open the doors and windows to collaboration because there's just not going to be, we, we can't possibly continue on the same road that we were on. And I think that if we start to collaborate with one another, we not only break barriers, but we open all kinds of new opportunities. So there's lots of opportunities for us to open the doors and windows on collaboration because, you know, the really interesting thing is when you start to join forces, then there are always new things that come up that you may not have thought. I call them the light bulb moments. And there's nothing better than getting into a conversation with someone and having the light bulb moment and being able to forge a new path together. And that's really what collaboration is all about. So what was your light bulb moment? (laughs) You know, I had a light bulb moment uh, in 2015. I decided that I was segueing from business consulting into coaching. And I thought, hmm, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to separate myself from the competition? Because there's lots of amazing coaches and consultants out there. And I decided to take a course at Harvard Law School on mediation and dispute resolution. And there are 47 other people from around the world in the room. And I have to tell you, it was one, it, one of the most intimidating but invigorating experiences <laughs> of my life. Because I can remember looking around the room and thinking, good grief, what have you gotten yourself into? You know? But by the end of the, of the week, because it was a certification program, all of these folks had started to share stories about how they got to where they were in their careers. So my light bulb moment from that takeaway was understanding that mentorship really is something that it's the most undervalued resource available to each and every one of us. The other thing is is that we really can collaborate, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, It doesn't matter where we are in the world or where we are in our careers. If you're open to collaboration, there's always someone who would be interested in collaborating and helping you move to the next level of success. So that was when my light bulb moment really was. And when I came back from that course uh, within a year, I found 10 women to share their stories and I was able to publish the book, Breaking Barriers. So that was a huge light bulb moment and a turning point for me in my career. That's awesome. That's a great light bulb moment. 
It really was. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole course about walking in and feeling intimidated. So you got through that and you're your own authentic self. You did your thing. You got your light bulb moment. You, you wrote a book. Uh, hello. That was pretty powerful. It really was. And, you know, I still keep in touch with some of the folks that I met at that course because mm-hmm. they were almost like your people, right? You were able to make this really heartfelt connection with somebody who was maybe experiencing the same things in life as you were. And we had every walk of life that was actually in that course. Um, I remember when I sat down, you know, I sat beside a, a lawyer from Thunder Bay and a minister from California. And I thought, wow, this is going to be a really interesting week because there were just such a really interesting cross-section of people that were in the room. So who was your favorite person? I would have to say that the person that inspired me the most was one of the facilitators. She was one of the first women who had started a mediation uh, business in California. And I just found her story so inspiring because she sort of overcame lots of personal and professional obstacles. And what was really invigorating for me was she kind of said, you know what, if I could do it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. And you did. (laughs) That's the best part. You talk a lot about superheroes. What's a superhero? You know what? I think we all have a superhero quality because we really do influence the people around us in our own social circle and network. And I don't know about you, Judy. I'm sure that our experience in business has not been that different where we take a look at a colleague. And we think, wow, that's a really amazing perspective, or he or she has the ability to be able to do this. And so sharing that kind of superhero quality is really what gives us the inspiration to try to make a change in our own uh, approach. So what's your superpower? You know, I think mine is really sharing stories, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. I, I really had no idea how powerful the medium would become. And uh, like you, I started a a podcast and YouTube series, and I must admit that I'm interviewing a lot of the folks now that have shared their stories in our guest blog, and I'm absolutely loving it. I remember at the end of one of the uh, sessions with the segments, the lady said, I had no idea that I was going to talk about that, you know? (laughs) So I think it's just one of those things where you you get into the groove, um, you know, I'm really coming from an authentic place, and so people are willing to share. They just have to be asked. I was just going to say, you know, when you ask, people will share. But if you don't ask, they don't even know you want to hear it. This is true. And, you know, we don't really ask. We have this terrible propensity to either whether we're shy or, you know, we we don't want people to think that we don't have all the skills and experience. But I can't tell you how many times I've started some really amazing conversations just by asking. Absolutely. If I asked you to tell some great advice to women in leadership positions, women in business, what would you tell them? What do you think that women need to know? To be quite honest, I really think that they need to cut themselves some slack and really just come from an authentic place. And I know that sounds really, you know, hokey, but it really is very true because when you're a leader in an organization, you have people who are looking up to you. And so if you just be real, then People understand that it's okay to make a mistake. You know, it's if you share your celebrations with your colleagues and your team, then it just makes it more authentic and real. And people will really learn from that experience. So if I had to do it all over again and go back into a corporate environment, I think the thing that I would tell myself is to just relax and enjoy the experience. Mm, Yeah. If you knew then what you know now, that's the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. So what's next for you? Now, that's a really interesting question. I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm enjoying this whole 
Share Your Stories guest blog. I'm really enjoying the interview process. I'm really loving the writing. So I'm actually going to write a book taking a hundred of the stories from the guest blog. And we're going to feature those entrepreneurs and we're going to sell the book online. And the proceeds from that book are going to support an entrepreneurial bursary. So I'm really building a community of people who believe in mentorship and who want to pay it forward. And we'll come up with a way in which folks can submit their sort of stories or application process for looking for some additional revenue for their business. And then we'll come up with a way that folks can vote and then be able to sort of support either the current or future generations in starting a business with their own great idea. I love that. That's awesome. Thank you. How can our listeners connect with you and get to know more of the things you're doing and be part of storytelling, mentorship, whatever else they're connecting you with? I did a rebrand, actually. It's my fourth rebrand in over 27 years. So they can reach <laughs> me at trishtonai.com and share your stories dot online. And of course, you know, we're all open to all the social media channels. You know, we have a Facebook page and an Instagram page and all of those sorts of things. And I've tried to make it very easy for folks to connect just by using my name. So that's a really great way. Send me a DM or shoot me an email, book a call on my website, and uh, let's talk about your story. Absolutely. I love that. Well, Trish, I want to thank you so much for sharing the mic with me. You've got so many great things going on and I can only imagine what's, what's next. I'm excited that we're connected and I'm looking forward to creating some great adventures with you. Well, thank you so much, Judy. And I really want to thank you for the opportunity to uh, share my story with yourself and your listening audience. And congratulations to you for having a platform that gives people an opportunity to share. Thank you so much. And I want to leave everyone with this quote. If you light a lamp for someone, it will also brighten your own path. I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. Now make sure you stay connected with us. And remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.